thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Localites OKC. I'm Anna Farhaw. And I'm Kayla Coffey. So I started out my week going back to a restaurant that I got to go to their soft opening. Oh, yeah. Which was Red Rooster. Oh, my gosh. How was it going back? Because I've been dying to do that myself. It was really good. Um, I We were just kind of randomly thinking, like, where we wanted to go eat that night and we were going to be meeting some friends at Anchor Down for trivia. Mm-hmm. And so somewhere kind of on the way towards that way yep. from our house. And so I was like, let's go back to Red Rooster. So we did. And we sat at the bar and Patrick got the burger and I got the lamb sirloin. Oh, and yeah, yeah, I was feeling like a little adventurous. I yeah. don't often eat lamb, um, but it was really good. And the service was great again. Um, noticed one of my friends from high school is working there. No big deal. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's just such a nice atmosphere and really anything on the menu, you can't go wrong yeah. with what you choose. I'm excited to try more things from the menu. I really wanted to get the falafel, but it then was I was wanting actual meat. I get that. And so the lamb sirloin came still with like chickpeas and what well, was like the warm tzatziki salad? sauce. Oh. Um, so it still was like, had kind of those elements, Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was really nice. Yum. Well, you know, the weather kept messing with my plans this weekend. So I didn't end up going out Friday because of all that. Well, I did make it to the Marvel trivia at Brewers Union and you know, my brother's just a whiz at this kind of stuff. And so of course I was like, really, I only knew, I think maybe three of the answers out of like 30 questions. And I'm not a huge Marvel, like, I've seen most of the movies, but, like, I by no means would know most of those things. But between Patrick and my brother, I was like, surely they'll have this. It was pretty much all my brother. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And, like, all of them just were, like, right there. Like, he could just answer them so fast. And it was funny because we were sitting with Nick and Marion from Skydance Mm -hmm. and their son, Brendan, and he's supposed to be their whiz. And like, there was a lot of questions that he was stumped on. And I'm like, okay, Alex really knows his stuff because even other Marvel fans, like don't necessarily know all these things. Uh Um, but on the last question, it was one of those, um, it was a movies in what their gross was like their grossing totals. And we ended up getting those, um, mixed up. So we Mm -hmm. didn't win, because we, he thought he was right, so he bet it all, but I've been there, that he, we weren't right, and so we ended up um, falling into second place, but still won the same prize as what first place got, so yeah, it it's fine with me. It counts. <laughs> That's so funny. So I was really sad that I didn't get to make it out to that and try the new Obeast from Mad Hopper. Oh my gosh, it was so, so good. Yeah, so I wish I made sure to get up and get out to the Burrs Union early. On Saturday, so it was Sky Dance's uh, Fancy Dance beer release party, which I did try a little bit of. It was fine. Um, I'm not an IPA fan, so it was there. And IPA. I, I had it later that day. We yeah. weren't there together, it was but hazy. it was. It's the kind of IPA I like, which is the Northeast style. And yeah, they did a good job. They did. Um, but I really did love the obese from Matt Hopper. Yeah. Oh my goodness, they were calling it a white a white stout. In Untapped, it was still pulling up as a barley wine. I know. And then we, like, had this whole discussion at the table as to what even made a white stout. Because I think everyone's just comparing it to the Casper. With yeah. Their white stout with the big white buffalo on the front. Like, that's the only one that anyone even knows to compare it to. But we like that one. Right. So we were like, it's kind of like that, but it's also not. 
well, don't know. Something Todd had mentioned when we were there was that that beard uses some kind of artificial like chocolate for oh, theirs, okay. and they did like real cacao nibs, and so theirs is supposed to be like more authentic, really. All right, I like it. That's good <laughs> to yeah, know. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, yeah, it was really great. I had um a bite of a sandwich and then all of the chips from the next food truck. Okay. From friends who were out there. Um, and then I left there and missed you because I headed out to the energy game. Did a little tailgating with some greenage, also from uh, cross timbers. Timber, cross timbers. Yeah. I, I had all of so much beer. Um, and then got <laughs> to see the first part of the energy game. And then I headed home and slept through all of the tornadoes. <laughs> Well, we had plans to meet up with um, some of our friends at Angry Scotsman because they hadn't seen the new tap room yet. Oh, yeah. And so I wanted to show um, Brooke and James. Mm -hmm. And so we met up with them after we were at Brewers Union. And from there, we proceeded to go over to Stone Cloud and then had dinner at Grand House. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't had Grand House in so long. Yeah. Man. And then then, uh, I didn't do nothing till the arts festival. Yeah, I, I worked my normal Sunday, but then Monday, yeah, we met up to go to the Paseo Arts Festival. Always a good time. What did we have? We had the fried taco. Yeah. That taco truck. I had carnitas, my usual. Pretty and good. I did jerk chicken, and Patrick had brisket. Yes. And then we had to get our ribbon fries, which are also known as spiral spuds. Oh, okay. Um. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I forgot they have another name. But we but got tradition. the loaded which we haven't done before and they loaded the bacon up right oh my gosh and it was real bacon it was real bacon the chives were the tiny chives the cheese was everywhere yeah like this there could have been more sour cream but that's fine it was coated well it was incredible yeah and this is one of the the stands that's that i know they have at the state fair yeah and like it's a really big tall one and it says on it I think it just spiral said spiral spuds. spuds really big on it. So you can find it at other Ugh. other places, but that's something we always have to make sure we get, yes. and it did not disappoint. We also got a little bit of uh, frozen wine from whatever that tent was. It I don't was even know. Selling frozen wine. <laughs> um, the wineritas, as they call them. Yes. Uh, the wine slushies, as I call them. Um, and then we headed up to Frida for their patio. They were doing like a... Yeah, they were doing like a cocktail patio um, preview. Preview. So yes. you could purchase um, three different cocktails, which we tried all three. Yep. And then um, they also had some Stone Cloud beer, and you could I just. There was a wine. Yeah, there was something else too. Um, but it's up on the rooftop of that brand new building that's there in the Paseo. And we didn't get to see in the actual restaurant, but we um, went up the stairs to the roof, which is. A good size. Oh, I mean, yeah. they said the capacity was like seventy people, um, but it but it has a really long bar. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Yeah, it's it's going to be really nice. Definitely, and incredible views of all of Paseo. Yeah, as well as downtown OKC. Cannot wait for Frida to open and to get into the restaurant space, but to to come up for hopefully they'll be hosting events and stuff up there because that's a rooftop patio in Paseo. That's the only one, right? Basically, I think so. Yeah. Okay. I think so. Yeah. So anyway, um, after that, I had met up with some friends at Elk Valley for a quick beer and then headed over to Angry Scotsman for one more beer before I headed home and settled in. But it's always 
great to stop in. I did cucumber saison and then spring forward, and it was very on brand for that day. <laughs> awesome. Well, our event's going on this week for Thursday. It Our uh, first event is Wine for the People at Vast from 5.30 to 7.30 p.m., so this one is featuring seven uh, rosés and chillable reds, so okay. very um, summery types of wines. And they also have hors d'oeuvres, and this event is $40, which you can buy on Eventbrite. It's also Ignite OKC 12 at the Chickasaw Bricktown Ballpark from 6 to 9 p.m. These will be featuring five-minute presentations by 13 speakers on a variety of topics, The event also has heavy appetizers and a cash bar, plus an after-party hosted by OK Sessions at Mickey Mantle's. Tickets for this are $25 and can be found on Eventbrite. One of the uh, biggest events of the year that I know I've not made it to before, but um, AIDS Walk OKC, they host a red rooftop party every year, and this year it'll be Thursday night at the Caliber from 7 to 10 p.m. And the Caliber's in Auto Alley, I want to say. Could be. Their theme is party like it's 1969, and it has food, open bar, and silent auction for just $50. Oh, what a steal. It is. Oh, my goodness. That's absolutely a steal for an open bar. But the ticket sales end today at 12 p.m., so if you're wanting to go and you don't have those yet, um, hopefully you're listening before 12, and you're able to snag those on Eventbrite. All right. On Friday, speaking of snagging tickets, Hamilton tickets go on sale 9 a.m., 10 a.m., excuse me. Be, be prepared at 9 to hit refresh. Uh, 10 a.m. So um, this show will be running from July 30th through August 18th at the Civic Center. Tickets start at just $70, and they do have a limit of four tickets per purchase. Um, so you're going to have to purchase those, check out, maybe look yeah, back in. Yeah, they're trying to stop scalpers because you want to buy these from the official site only. Yes. I would not recommend doing any Anything resales else. on these. There's Literally already been do so many scams. So you'll want to get them from okcbroadway.com slash Hamilton, or you can go to the Civic Center box office that day. Um, but I would recommend having that site ready to go um, a couple minutes before 10 a.m. because you know those are going to go quick. But there also is a lot of choices. So mm-hmm. you probably will want to have in mind a few dates already that you're wanting to purchase for. Yep. And um, yeah, also it's my birthday on Friday. Ah, <laughs> it is. It is. And we will be celebrating. But there's also some other events going on. Happy early birthday. Thank okay, you. <laughs> um, so it's Food Truck Fridays at Moore Central Park from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. And I think this might be the first one they're doing of this season. They may have had one already, Um, but they'll have seven food trucks and music. And they're actually having um, that 32nd Street Brass Band that we talked about last week for Navy Week um, will be performing. But this um, event is also happening June 14th, June 28th, July 12th, July 26th, and um, October. August 16th Mm -hmm. and I'm pretty sure each time they have different food trucks so just uh, follow their Facebook event to keep up with who will be down there all right it's also the OKC Pro-Am Classic which is running through Sunday so this is Criterium Racing in Midtown Capitol Hill and Film Row to learn more visit OKCPAC.com and in conjunction with that is the annual H&H Night Market which will be in Midtown 
from 5 to 10 p.m. It's the annual food truck festival with dozens of vendors. Mm -hmm. I don't know who the hell they are because they're not listed anywhere. No, no, I put dozens myself. Um, I don't even know how many. (laughs) I know there will be at least two dozen though because of how that festival is. But they're very weird about social media. Yeah. Um, They don't even use Instagram. Oh. Like they haven't posted on their Instagram in like four years. So I don't know how anyone knows who will be there or what's going on, but it is happening. Okay. (laughs) There we go. Yep. All right. On Saturday, it's the Chisholm Trail Festival at Molly Spencer Farm, which is located in Yukon from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. This is going to be celebrating the Western history of the famous Chisholm Trail with a Wild West show, food trucks, pony rides, petting zoo, and more. Have you been to that? I have not, but I've been to many a Chisholm Trail celebration. Okay. Living, <laughs> literally on the Chisholm Trail and growing up on it. Yeah. We, we do quite a few things in Kingfisher for that. So, yeah. Love okay, it. cool. It is something I would have been to, though. That, that was a fair <laughs> question. So, a friend of the podcast, Dog Friendly OKC, ah, she's yes. having her one-year anniversary party at Blue Garden from 12 to 4 p.m., So she started out um, as an Instagram account about all things dog-related in OKC. And for this event, um, they'll have Country Roads Animal Rescue on site. They'll also have a special Country Roads drink where $1 of each drink will be donated to the rescue. I love that. Oh, and I'm so happy for her. Gosh, that's that's a very important account, you know, especially as as a dog mom myself. (laughs) All right. um, Our final event on Saturday is Her Flag Kickoff Party at Art Space at Untitled. From 6 to 9 p.m., PM, goodness, uh, Maryland Artists is having a collaboration project kickoff celebrating the 100th anniversary of the 19th Amendment. She's going to be visiting 36 states and collaborating with an artist in each to create her flag. To learn more, visit herflag.com. On Sunday, Together Square is having a grand opening at Myriad Gardens from 2 to 5 p.m. So this is a new basketball and futsal courts I didn't know what futsal was. Okay, I didn't um, either. It's basically soccer, but on like a basketball court. Okay. Um, so it's not a field, but Ooh. have you seen this at yeah. all? Yeah, so no, we'll just, I know where this is because it's at Mary Gardens. It's kind of across the street from it with the big like thunder colored nets on the side. Okay. I keep driving by it and being like, what is this? So I yes. at least know where it's at. Okay. So sorry. it's together square. Yeah. Now we know. <laughs> and yeah, and these, some of these things, it's like, when you're seeing things and you're like, what is going on? Now you know. Yeah. Um, but they'll have food trucks. They'll have energy FC players out there, um, music and kids activities. And so this is just celebrating a new place to be able to be active in downtown. Awesome. It's also the Twilight Concert Series at Myriad Gardens. So this will be from 7.30 to 9 p.m. And it's hosted by Arts Council OKC. Uh, This is the first one of the summer, I believe, and it will now be held weekly through August with a different genre of music each week. This week is jazz and R&B themed with the tap band. And I know I'm going to try to make it out to some of these. That's there's one that we always do as artisans, so I know I'll be at that one. Yeah, artisan takeover, but I'll probably be at at multiple of them. I love free local music. Well, in their um, website and Facebook event already tells you every single band and uh, every genre that'll be coming up. Man, so you can go, and they really are different every week. You know, I was going to say, bless whoever does their social media, but we know who that is. But good for them <laughs> having their shit together. <laughs> All right. So Tuesday, 
It's State of Homelessness Address at Tower Theater from 4 to 5 p.m. You'll get to hear from Mayor Holt, also staff from the Homeless Alliance and other staff like from the city of Oklahoma City about this current state of homelessness in our city. So they did their um, count of how many people are currently homeless Mm -hmm. and trends and you'll you'll get to learn a lot about what's going on and if that's a cause you're passionate about i would expect you to be there all right it's also ladies cigar club at burn from 7 to 9 p.m this is going to be happening on first and third tuesdays and refreshments will be provided so this is up in chisholm creek yeah and i've seen the signs when i was at bira bira um okay but yeah it's a cigar bar that opened and this is the first ladies night they're they're doing so um for for anyone who smokes cigars i mean you might you might be interested and especially if you haven't checked out this space yet all right that wraps up our rundown of events Today's event is really exciting to talk about. It's another time for us to get our repeat guests, so you may recognize this voice, but would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, uh, I'm Kayla. I am the Executive Director for Preservation Oklahoma. Yes, well, we are so excited to have you back again, Kayla. I think the last time we had you, it was Plaza Fest 2017, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? There we go. Because we had Selena last uh, year. Yes, yeah. exactly. So we're very excited to have you here. Um, before we get into... Our event, which is Summer Soiree, could you talk a little bit more about Preservation Oklahoma? Sure. So, um, Preservation Oklahoma is the state's only nonprofit dedicated to promoting, supporting, um, advocating, and educating about uh, historic preservation in all of Oklahoma. Um, our mission is to prom- or preserve the places where Oklahoma history lives, and we do this through a variety of programs. Um, we have workshops. Um, different educational resources. We just released our um, My Story Live he- Lives Here Community Toolkit. Um, but then we also have our Most Endangered Places list that advocates for the entire year um, for places that are on this list and do do some advocacy work um, because we are a nonprofit in a way that um, some of the other historic preservation organizations that exist can't necessarily do that. So we can do what um, other organizations can't. I like to think of Preservation Oklahoma as everybody's best friend, whereas some of the state programs and city programs are like their mom and dad that tell you what to do, and um, (laughs) we just kind of, you know, tag along and support different um, endeavors and that sort of thing. Um, But we are also the stewards of the Overholster Mansion. So we work with the Oklahoma Historical Society, who owns the property, um, but we manage and steward and kind of maintain and provide upkeep as well as daily tours for the Overholster Mansion in Oklahoma City. And is that technically Mesta Park or? It's Inherited Hills. Inherited Hills, that's yes. right. Okay. Yes. Um, and we have a great working relationship with Heritage Hills. They're big supporters of um, the Overholster Mansion and throw a lot of community events and that kind of thing. And is your office actually there? Yes. So okay. my office is in the carriage house. I always say 
Uh, my office is in the Overholster Mansion, and people are like, oh, that's so cool. Uh, and then I have to say, okay, it's in the carriage house. But still, it's in it's in the it's in the Overholster Mansion. It's in right. the, it's on the property. And Here's that was the one new that, renovated space. Right. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, we just raised almost $40,000 to renovate it, something that hadn't been done for 20 or so years. Um, it looks much better, much, much better now. Um, it just, just hadn't been... You know, the house exists, and it's beautiful and, and glorious in all of its historic splendor, but the carriage house maybe doesn't always get the same amount of attention, and so we really wanted to um, showcase that as an event space. Um, it was already being used as a community um, space and community resource, so we really wanted to kind of provide the people who are already using the space with a better venue. Great. What are some of the other um, sites across the state that you all have, have helped to preserve? Sure. So um, any basically anything that's on our most endangered places list is kind of our little baby for the year or something like that. So um, we recently have been working um, to promote the Lester Mansion, which was recently purchased and hopefully um, sees some new life in a historic way. Um, but then we also advocated for the Brockway Center in Oklahoma City. Um, there's a lot of kind of controversy over that, but our main um, thing was that we wanted to share the history of the building before or if it were ever to be demolished, which there's a current threat for. And then First Christian Church, also in Oklahoma City, was another big property. Um, we worked with the Oki Mod Squad to, you know, save the egg um, and <laughs> attended pretty much every single city council meeting that we could, um, did whatever we could to bring promotion to that property, bring awareness to that property. Um, and advocate and support on its historic preservation. Well, and it was such a cool transition for you because I know coming from the plaza mm -hmm. and then you were getting your master's in, what was it? Museum studies. Yeah, and yeah. just kind of combining like your loves for the state and, and history, <laughs> like mm -hmm. it just couldn't have been a more perfect fit. Yeah, it's it's pretty awesome. The It's kind of weird how all of these things sort of mesh with each other in the first place and uh, Plaza District used to be a Main Street organization, um, and a main component for Main Street organizations is historic preservation. So, kind of cool to see that. Um, I don't know comparison to. So yeah. yeah. Well, summer soiree is one of y'all's big fundraisers. Is yes. it your biggest one? Or uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Great, and it's coming up June fifteenth from <laughs> seven to ten p.m. and it'll be there at the Overholzer Mansion. Right. So for anyone not familiar, um, that is located at 405 Northwest 15th Street. You've probably driven by it and didn't even know that yes. may have been what it was. But <laughs> what's the cross street there? Um, so it's 15th and Hudson. Okay. 15th and Walker. 15th and Hudson. Yeah. So just just right there north of Midtown. And um, tell us about the theme this year. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> um, well, this, this event, um, it's, we're on our fourth year. And so previous years we've had kind of a white party theme. Um, but this year we're doing a little bit different things, a little bit differently and going back to our historic roots. Um, so we're doing a 1920s themed, um, think Gatsby, think, um, Art Nouveau and Art Deco. Um, and then also a word that I learned recently, which has kind of been the basis for some of our, um, decor and that kind of thing is chinoiserie. Um, it's okay. <laughs> um, sort of a, an, a European influence, but um, there are a lot of um, components inside the house that you may see that have the same influence. And um, if we look back to the history of the Henry Overholzer family and Overholzer, um, that was the 1920s was their heyday for 
philanthropic events and that kind of thing. So we thought that was a good, good era, good time, good theme um, for us to celebrate. I love that. Okay, so what kind of drinks and food can we expect? Okay, great. My favorite things to talk about. <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> so um, we will have beer from Coop Ale Works, um, wine from Thirst Wine Merchants, and something that we can't normally do if we have an event in the um, Overholzer Mansion is have red wine because it's a historic home and we have to be careful about that thing. So we will have a, a variety of wines and probably some bubbly. Um, and then we'll also have some specialty cocktails from Prairie Wolf Spirits. Um, the catering this year will be done by Rococo, which is exciting. Yum. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I love, I love their crab cakes, although I don't know if they're making an a, appearance on the menu this year, but they're really good at catering though. Yes, they're, they're fantastic. Um, again, just kind of trying to change up the, the theme. Um, I was doing some research on chinoiserie. Um, and one of the words that came up was the Rococo time period. So I thought that was yeah. kind of cool oh, that's to, perfect. Um, not necessarily a blatant like in- inclusion, but I thought <laughs> it's cool to that we have that. So, yeah. so this that will was, be out on the lawn. Yes, it will yes. be outside on the lawn. We will have a big tent um, because we'll have a dance floor. Ooh. Yes. Um, so our, our tagline is... Um, Let's drink, dance, and dine like it's 1929. Um, so there will be dancing and drinking and uh, dining, of course. Um, and we'll have live music from Born in November. Um, but they're also going to do some some jazz playlists to kind of go with the theme as well. Some ragtime. <laughs> I, I sure hope so. I sure hope so. I hope people, um, our, our sponsor levels this year are all based on 1920s era um dances so the charleston and oh, the I lindy hunt yeah oh, that's kind great well and the tickets um they're 75 dollars, which you can buy um through eventbrite right and also um what what are some other events that you all have throughout the year sure um so kind of going back to the statewide outreach and then also being stewards of the Overholster Mansion. Um, we do events in the Overholster Mansion. So every third Thursday, we have Mysteries of the Mansion, which are an extended tour of our daily mystery or our daily um, Overholster Mansion tours. Those are really fun and really exciting. And you'll normally almost always um, hear a ghost story or two. <laughs> um, but in the... Um, Near Halloween in October, um, we also have our Scary Tales, which is kind of the more ghost story focused um, tours of the mansion and and spend a lot of time doing storytelling and that kind of thing. Um, And then we will have our urban camp out in the fall this year. Um, We had to reschedule thanks to Oklahoma weather. Yeah, Um, It's been a little bit of a bummer lately, (laughs) Um, but I think it'll be good for our kind of programming season. Um, And then Preservation Oklahoma um, outside of that does statewide outreach all throughout the year. We've done, um, different things, different events in conjunction with our most endangered places list. Um, and this month I got to hang out in a few days for a few days in, uh, cemeteries. I saw that. So, <laughs> so that was kind of fun. You just never know. Right. That's, the, uh, yeah, that's exactly right. Um, June 1st, we are partnering with Norman, um, the city of Norman and wood window rescue. I can never say that correct. Um, <laughs> Uh, for a wood window restoration workshop. Again, oh. I can't. Those are very <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Um, <laughs> hard words to say. So that's kind of coming up. Um, but we just finished a pretty pretty intense season of events and um, traveling all throughout Oklahoma to get some of this accomplished. So, yeah. 
Well, and if you're going to summer soiree, you won't be able to tour inside right. the mansion. Not so this time. if you haven't before, you definitely want to find a time to do that. Definitely. I know. We were there we, at when Christmas. We were at Mingle at the mansion. Yeah, mansion, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. To see the the holiday decoration showcases. Yes, I didn't even mention that. Yeah. Yeah, and one of one of um our our former guest who works at the historical center, Nicole, nice. okay. she had formerly worked at the mansion. And so she was kind of giving us like, <laughs> an impromptu tour yeah, oh, like, of, of her. Like, she's like, well, I don't know if I remember all this correctly. Like the, the lady who you have on staff that Lisa. like knows everything. Yeah, yeah. She's like, she'd probably do better, but she kind of tried to take us through like uh, when she used to give tours. And, oh, that's so and awesome. it was just neat to hear like in each different room, like who this person was and mm-hmm. like, it just, it just really does put you right back into that mm-hmm. time period and what life was like back then. That's, that's exactly right. It is a step in time. So little of the inside has changed. I know, uh, Nicole, she was, I think, yeah, previously worked, uh, with the mansion, but she, I'm sure is very thankful for the renovations that we've done to the carriage <laughs> house and probably had a, a big part in some of the um, displays and that kind of thing that we had mm, 10 years or so ago, uh, yeah. a little while ago. So it's good that we're good that we're updating. So we all have the designer holiday and mingle at the mansion again. So we are going to focus our efforts more to the mingle of the mansion side. And, um, so this was the second year for, or last year was the second year for the designer holiday event. Um, and that's something I think that we will, um, bring back every few years or so, just because the, the first year and the second year were so special that we really want to make that a special event um, and then focus more on what people want to do, which is kind of <laughs> hang out and um, drink a little and, and hang out in an old house. So, no, yeah. I, I remember the cocktails that Clayton was making yes. were so amazing that night. Like, I remember it had like rosemary mm-hmm. and it was so perfect for the Christmassy theme. Cranberries. Yeah, it was yeah, really good. It was delicious. <laughs> Uh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma city even has like a lot of really good, talented breweries, beer makers, mm. wine aficionados. Um, what, do, what do you call people who make liquor? Distillers. Uh, distillers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Distillers. Um, <laughs> uh, or, or reps of distilleries like Clayton. Yes, yeah. definitely. All right. Well, are, are there any other sponsors? Anyone you want to thank for summer soiree? Sure. So, um, this event is, um, presented by... Ingle and Volkers, um, a new kind of luxury real estate company in Oklahoma City. So be on the lookout for them. Um, again, we're in the heart of Heritage Hills, so that is some prime uh, luxury real estate. And we are also thankful to the Cherokee Nation and Kirkpatrick Foundation for all of their support for all of our programs throughout the year. Um, but we couldn't do this again without our sponsors. Preservation Oklahoma is a nonprofit, and so. Um, events like this really help fund our entire year of programming. All right. And again, this event is June 15th. It is from 7 to 10 p.m. And people can buy their tickets on Eventbrite. Where can they follow you on social media? So we are at Preservation OK on Instagram and Twitter. And our website is PreservationOK.org. Awesome. Thanks so much for coming back on with us, yeah, Kayla. Thanks Thank for you. Me. Other Kayla. So we're excited to be at Summer Soiree. This will be our first time attending this event. But yes. if it's anything as much fun as we had at Mingle at the Mansion, I'm I'm just knowing it'll be amazing. I would say, I'm not even worried. Like, what I'm most worried about is my outfit. Because I don't own a great Gatsby-style dress. And I need to just buy one. Because this is, like, maybe the third event that we've been to with this theme. 
I know. I don't have a, it's the one thing that I don't like have a solid costume for already. And you you know I have no idea what I'll be wearing, of no, course. So but you never know, and I'll help you once I've got myself figured out. Okay. But um in our happenings update, it seemed like a ton of things happened. It did. It did. Firstly, we heard I think the yeah, the day the episode came out came last out. week yep. that Maddie McMillan's closed um as of that day. So as of May twenty third. They did release the statement on social media saying that they would be relocating the concept to Norman. Yeah. And we Which that'll probably do better, better there, I Norman. guess. Yeah, yeah. No, there's not a lot of that in Norman. I just don't know why they can't seem to make a concept work in that building. I know. Because Never Everything else works. around there is great, and, yeah. and even there they have Ted's right there. Yep. So we'll see what happens up there. Hopefully they try something <laughs> else and it works. Um, Goji Go is opening a second location up in the Edmund Rail Yard. And fun fact, they're also the first concept to be announced and get their keys for the Edmund Rail Yard. So. And that'll be another food hall type yep. concept up there. So we are excited to hear more about that as people announce. Um, a new restaurant also opened in Edmond. Um, it's the same people who do Cafe 501 in Boulevard Steakhouse, and it's right there in that little strip off of Boulevard, and it's called Sparrow Italian. And I saw some pics. Oh, it looks amazing. That 100-layer lasagna, like my mouth's watering right now thinking about the pictures that I saw yesterday. We like, will I- for sure find a time to go there, hopefully yes. sooner than later. Totally agree. All right, and our final news is that Urban Taco is closing in downtown Oklahoma City, they will still have their Yukon location open, but they did not renew their lease for their their location downtown. So no more of a taco shop down there. All right. Well, coming up, something that I wanted to announce about is that Dead Center still needs volunteers. Ooh. And Dead Center is June 6th through 9th, so next weekend. And you can help at the box office, help during the parties, at registration. There's a lot of different ways that you can volunteer. And each shift, you'll receive two film passes to use during the festival. And they also are going to be hosting a training at the Paramount, which is where Dead Center's offices are, mm-hmm. this Saturday, June 1st, at 10 to 11 a.m. or 2 to 3 p.m. So if you've never volunteered before, I'd highly recommend um, attending that so you can get a good idea of what to expect. And to sign up, you can do that on deadcenterfilm.org volunteer. All right. As always, you can follow along with our adventures at Localites OKC on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Gmail, and .com. Keep sending us your stuff. Keep liking our posts. Keep being engaged. We appreciate you guys. Um, we're super excited for everything we have coming up this summer. And and we have a mini-sode on Monday. And we have a mini-sode on Monday. I was going to be like, we're already planning our two-year anniversary party, but that's we also have a mini-sode coming on Monday, I guess that's <laughs> more more timely um so be sure to tune in and until then bye, bye.